The following content is 100% incel free. No red pills, no niggas who haven't been laid since 2002, just real niggas with connecting beards and opinions. Start the fucking show. gotta let them know dog that was powerful that was powerful you gotta let them know i'm saying it right off the top right off the top of the episode that was powerful and i said on i said on, on social media and i'm saying it to start this show last week we had an amazing episode yeah shout out to Justin tim we had an amazing episode with intelligent engaging guests who were potting in the year 3000 almost. <laughs> and we didn't have to go to the misogyny well once. Uh-uh. Not once. It, it can happen. You can have black straight men can have good content without the misogyny bullshit. It's not enough anymore to just say we're not misogynists. We have to be actively anti-misogynist true and i'm calling on anybody that feels the way i do any podcaster any content creator that feels the way i do if you're not if you're silent i encourage you to stop that if you are not silent i encourage you to turn the volume up Because black men in podcasting are getting a bad name Mm. because of black men who absolutely deserve it. Yeah. And they're going to and and they're going to take everything that's viable about this as content away from us. I mean, they can't delete us, per se, but come to take our job. It's going to it's going to lose its validity. If we don't shout these ignorant motherfuckers down. Mm. Period. I encourage you to turn the volume up. I encourage you to stop being silent. Damn. Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the week and foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz. And I am niggas. God damn it. God, hit it with an air horn. Let's go. Um, yeah, man. I just, I just had to let it know, let it know what it is. You gotta, you know. I mean, you gotta put the agenda out there. You have to. You have to. Close mouths don't get fed. Uh. These niggas, because these niggas is talking that shit. You see that? You see they ain't keeping their mouth closed. Mm-mm. This shit has to be met head on. It has to. I'm sick of these scumbags, dog. Uh, shout out to the new listeners. What the fuck are y'all doing here? Especially after that little rant. I'm not drinking today. I'm not drinking today. Did y'all read the disclaimer before y'all signed up for this? All I'm saying is, 
we can't. We gave you the disclaimer. We can't be held responsible for anything you hear past that point. There's no returns either. No, no, no shit, no. All sales are final in this <laughs> motherfucker. Shout out to the old listeners. Shout out to the first timers, the long timers, the last timers. Um, shout out to a friend of the show, uh, Miss Ariel, mm. aka the Dangerous Dame, who recently has added herself. As the newest uh, co-host with La La Speaks on Play No Games Podcast. Right. Yeah, with the air horns. They just aired their first uh, episode together. Love to see it. I'm telling you, man, and I don't want to take any credit. But part of this is you got to put people in a position to win. Mm-hmm. Part of Part of that is... Taking the opportunity and the platform that you have been blessed with. That's right. Expanding that and expanding that network and putting people together who work. They sound good together. That's how it is. Um and and I I hope they ha- I hope they do I hope they do some good shit going forward. I see it. I see it. The Play No Games rebrand is is imminent. And the new co host is just to start. I have spoken to Lala. Um, she's got some good ideas, and I I think they make a good team, man. They do good. Lala's got that got that uplifting, um, you know, positive black woman vibe. Mm-hmm. Ariel has that plus the ratchet. Mm. Turn up. So she got the ratchet audience. Turn now. up. So turn the fuck up. I'm I'm down with it. Play no games podcast. Most recent episode is available on. All or most uh, streaming services that you probably listen to. Uh, so shout out to her. Go ahead and hit them with the air horns. That's right. Time. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. That's what I'm talking about. Encourage and uplift these black women. Mm. See see what I just did? It's not hard. It's not hard. Flowers this week go to uh, a fr- another friend of the show. Um, one of our one of our pretty much day one listeners. DJ Byrne. They everyday listener. Man. Every fucking week without fail. Without it. He is the man, he be he be ready to repost a new shit before I do. <laughs> Him and Chef, they be on it. I wake up, I see a repost. Yeah. Uh, DJ Byrne, uh, who is one of uh one of I, I would call him a Houston Hall of Fame DJ. Mm. That that's I'm going to say that. Let's go. Um Houston Hall of Fame DJ uh, came out of TSU with the boy. Um, there are people out here, and I don't want to put all this business out there, but the past few years have been a rough ride for DJ Byrne. Mm-hmm. Personally, professionally, financially, everything you could think of. You would never know it because of the way this man carries himself. Yeah. Not just the way this man carries himself, but the way he uplifts the nigga next to him. Every time I look on social media, this man has a positive word for everyone. Let's go. He wants everybody worthy of victory winning. Let's go. That's air horn stuff. Everyone capable Worthy of victory, he wants them to win. He want because a because a win for them is a win for us. 
He wants to see everybody get he wants to see everybody get free. And he is an example of what is needed. When you I hear too much of people going, well, everybody's good. Well, I mean, you act like you're the only one. Everybody's going through it. Yeah, everybody's going through it. And it makes it that more mm-hmm. that much more important for us to be a community that the community that we say we are. And help and help one another up. You think when niggas go to war in the army in fucking wartime, you think there weren't niggas that were both hurt, that were leaning on each other mm. to make it out? Well, if my well, if my right leg is fucked up and your left leg is fucked up. That means we still got two legs to get out of this you bitch. You know what I'm saying? We're going to limp the fuck out of here. And we're going to limp the fuck out of this bitch. So, yes, I have to talk about a G.I. Joe movie. G.I. Joe Re- Retaliation is one of the hardest dumbass movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I didn't see this coming. There was a scene where, like, they were, like, the of course, The Rock was in it. And the G.I. Joes are hit out in, like, a well. After this huge attack. Of course. And these motherfuckers did the flyest shit I've ever seen. It's G.I. Joe, so of course they did. They like leaned on each other's backs mm-hmm. and propped themselves up to climb out of the well. That was the flyest shit. Yeah. And that that is what I'm talking about. Like that is people who are all in a fucked up position leaning on each other. To rise up out of that bullshit. And they did it. DJ Burns going through it and he's still going through it. We all a lot of and to be honest, that's almost tangential because a lot of us are. But he still sees light at the end of the tunnel. Always. Yeah, I, I got that impression from I mean, my first time meeting him was at our our one fiftieth episode, and you know, I, I got a chance to chop it up. With him before you even got there. And I'm like, I was immediately like, man, this is a good dude. Like, sometimes you just know. You just know right off, right off the rip. He's a good, he's a good dude. Now, again, much like myself, sometimes that is, sometimes that is disguised in some of the typical bullshit. Don't get it twisted just, just because I say dick and pussy a lot. What you do? Which I do. You know, and that was so funny. Jess pointed that out last week. She was like, I mean, you're not you're not really so bad. You I mean, yes, you say bitch and dick and pussy every now and then, but you know, it's usually <laughs> aimed in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, your heart is in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had to commend her for that. I'll give her air horns for that. She was like, Yeah, you say that shit, but it's usually aimed in the right direction. That's fine. Um but all in all, he if if you're speaking to him, if you're in his presence, he probably wants you to win. Yeah. And that's what we need more of when we talk about community. I, I was going to say community a lot this episode. Mm. That DJ Byrne is a is Excellence person is black excellence personified, and that is he is a, a living example of what I think of when I think of community. We need each other. We do. Yeah. Um, 
a lot of people in in these kind of weird LLC networking events, self help type shits, will have you believe that they are self made. I guarantee you, nobody is self. They are all lying. They are lying. Nobody is self made. Everybody got where they are because of someone. Everybody you know had the wherewithal, had gained the 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 the, the spark to get where they are mm-hmm. because of someone. Nobody did it all on their own. That's why I get so sick of that shit. I get so sick of that arrogance. I did it, so can you. You didn't do it by yourself either, motherfucker. So Salute to DJ Byrne. Man, keep the keep the fire going, bro. Keep it going. Please keep it going. Hit him one more time with the air horns. Turn up. Turn the fuck up. Uh humans ain't shit. Not gonna keep y'all long for humans ain't shit. This is an easy one. Which I'll do now. This is an easy this is an easy one. If you are in a store, if you are in a retail setting, a place of business and you are checking out you're getting your things rung up by a human get off the fucking phone get off of the fucking phone what the fuck is wrong with y'all y'all really just walk up to y'all walk up to humans yeah Humans that, first of all, are forced to say, hi, (laughs) did you find everything okay today? Yeah. Hi, how was your shopping experience? You know what it's like to work in a retail setting and be given, not necessarily a script, but be given these prompts that you have to say in the interest of customer service? Yes. Yes. And, and to be responded to blankly. Thank you for thank you for coming to blah 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 where I'm here. Right, excellent customer service. How can I help you today? Robot. When people walk in, hello, welcome in. And walk in to someone on the fucking phone. Now that I understand. Maybe you walked into the store because you needed a quieter setting. Maybe. Maybe. Understandable. Upon the entrance. Understandable, sure. Maybe while you were shopping, you're one of those people you don't really need a whole lot of upsell and all that shit. Understandable. I leave you, you know, I'll I'll leave you alone until you call upon me. Reasonable. But if it's time to interact with me, Mm-mm. get off of the fucking phone. First of all, you're making the sale that much longer because you're not paying attention. You've been sitting here. You've been sitting here on this in this fucking car. Hey, take your card out of the thing. I have to ask you things. Is this all, sir? Because if I don't, you're gonna get off the phone and then go. Oh, by the way, give me this too. I'm already processing your shit because you're not paying the fuck attention. Listen, I remember when I worked at the bank, and uh, I remember being a teller at the bank, 
And that was one of the places that I, I, I used to, I mean, people really show their ass and they're like, in banks are basically retail anyway. Right. And I, I remember when Payday Friday used to come up and, and, you know, there would be a line of people in line to cash their checks and there would always be that one person. Yeah, man, shit, man. I'm going to holler at you, man. I'm going to roll over to H-A-B, man. Right, 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 right. Yeah, man, shit. I'm at this bank, bro. And I'm I, just, and I, and I just step to the side and say, I'll, I'll help the next person. Hey, wait, 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 hold up, man, hold up, man, hold up, man, hold up, man. Nah, I didn't want to interrupt your phone call, man. Get you, off the fucking phone. Like, if you walk up to me, you can't make fucking eye contact? And I, a peon, I, a person already disgruntled and not wanting to be there? Y'all swear we essential. Yeah. I'm just saying. Y'all swear we essential. Y'all need to get off that shit. Y'all swear... Y'all swear it ain't enough people It ain't enough people working At your Starbucks or whatever But then when we're there You treat us invisible We're accessories You become you become accessories to them You're just a person that's there to do a thing for them You're an accessory You're a, a, a faceless, nameless automaton um, Correct Fuck y'all Get off the fucking phone also, I have, a, I have a follow-up question. Not quite related. Go for it. When I go to work, I walk into work every day right around 7 o'clock, sometimes a little bit before 7 o'clock. And every morning, women are always on the phone. Who are y'all talking to at like 6.50 a.m. every morning? In the fucking morning. Who are y'all having whole-ass conversations with at the crack of dawn? Fam. Fam, yes. I don't get it. I don't get it. I have a colleague. I have a colleague. Now, her, I kind of understand. Like, my colleague, my front desk colleague has kind of, is kind of like our link to the, the, the work network. Mm-hmm. Because she used to work at, she's, I believe she's worked at all the branches, all three branches in the district. Yeah. She knows somebody at all of them. Most at the, at the largest branch. So, her keeping her ear to the ground, I get. Because that's where we get all our information about everything. Because we don't actually have a branch manager right now. Got you. So, her keeping linked to the network is usually her, her other friend that's also going in. I get that. I can see that. But everywhere else I have ever worked... These chicks be on the phone, fam. Like, who did you get up at that ungodly hour? The sun has hath not cracked. What are y'all talking about? I ain't got shit to say to nobody at 7 30 to 8 o'clock in the morning. Mm-mm. Not a single person. Well, I get to work. I get to work a little early. I sit outside on the back stoop and eat my breakfast alone with my headphones on. I I even tell people like I don't I don't really talk before ten a.m. I'm, ve- I'm very much awake. I just don't I just don't have the ability to socially engage before ten a.m. That's how I know I can't be married. That's how I know I can't be married right there. I wake up and there's somebody trying to talk. Mm-mm. Nope. 
Not gonna happen. Uh, song of the week. Uh, going through my shit, trying to figure out what I just decided on for song of the week. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like it, it's been like the weather has been kind of that in between, that that you know cold morning, yeah, decent nice afternoon, yep, kind of vibe. Um. Nice kind of, I won't say wintry music, but uh, definitely right in the middle. Um, so I, I, yeah, okay, this is a good song. I'll go with something light. Okay. This is Dijon with The Dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, pour yourself something, get comfortable. We're going to have a good podcast. We'll be back with more opinions while black. Yeah. Let's go.
And that was The Dress by sure Dijon. That's a, that's a nice little bop. Dijon like mustard. I'm telling you, that's a, that's you put that at the beginning of the play. Valentine's Day is coming up. So, little tips here. Okay, y'all. You, you, you put that in the beginning of the rotation. You're not necessarily see see y'all. Some of y'all just wait. Some of y'all 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 go right into the fuck music, <laughs> Bruh. The way you ease into a playlist tells women a lot about the way you ease into them. Mm. Y'all go right for the gold, bro. Mm. <laughs> Look, we all know that tank joint is a bop. But you can't just finesse that shit off right off the top like that. You got to ease into it with some shit like that. Let's go out and dance like we used to dance. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you know, get a little foreplay in there, fam. Rubber shoulders, goddamn. What? See, that's that's the that's the we build in music. That's the we build in getting to know each other music. Could be you're taking too long in music. Uh, it depends. <laughs> you you gotta know your audience. You gotta know your that audience. Is, that is also true. You have to read the room. No, that was a good. That's a nice little bop. Um, that's one of the joints. I just be like, I'll just let the algorithms go sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I just stumble on some shit, and I just go, you know, uh, I'll just tell Google I like that, I, I, and Google will go, okay, well, um, I'm adding that to your to your like, I like this playlist. Um, let's see what we got. What we got? Any RIPs? I don't see any RIPs. Which uh, is actually knock on wood, kind of amazing, right? Considering <laughs> considering the crime rate in Houston. Has skyrocketed. I will tell you how I know this. There, for the past few weeks, there have been no less than three to six quits or early retirements a week, just off of the strength of it ain't safe for cops at all. Cops, if, if, for those of y'all who don't know, cops are getting fucking murdered here in Houston. I mean, outright murder. And I'm not talking about, man, and don't get me wrong. This is not some, like, backing the blue shit. This is just kind of jaw-dropping because of, like, like a nigga, like, like somebody stopped somebody on a traffic stop. On just a regular old traffic stop, the guy got out of the car, pulled out an AK, Damn. and blasted this dude the next week. There was a shootout in Midtown. Three cops got shot. Yeah. Listen to that. There was a shootout in Midtown. They tried to say it was Third Ward. I was going to say, they tried that shit. Oh, nigga, that's that, that's that side of Mason-Dixon line, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, that was, that, the, yeah, that's where all the, that's where all the no nigga uh, bars were. <laughs> Dress code bars. Yeah, yeah. No, no caps allowed. No caps and shit, fam. Yeah, the, yeah. It was a shootout, and three motherfuckers got killed. It's been a lot of cop shootings. Again, 
not trying to make this a blue lives thing, a back to blue, none of that bullshit. Just telling you, it's the wild, wild west out here right now. Look after yourselves. Look after each other. Please. Uh, know your surroundings. Man, I had a white. You know what? I'll save that. I'll save that story for white people once you stop. <laughs> um, dumb white bitch. Anyway. Wow. Um, yeah, I said again. I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on that. A preview of things to come. Yes. Um, what happened recently? Okay. Uh, gossip columnist, gossip blogger, uh, Tasha K. She just lost a lawsuit to Cardi B. I'm not going to look up the number, but it was like 1.4 mil. Oh. Yet another person I've never heard of. So, Tasha. Kay. Tasha K is along the same lines of like the shade room, uh, um, those kind of baller alert, that kind of shit. People who make a living talking shit about people. Correct. And don't have that same energy when suits get filed against them. Correct. Ah, I get it now. Um, you, we can also now file her under people who have not learned their lesson from the shade room. Fam, when will y'all learn to leave Cardi B the fuck alone? Cardi B, so she posted some shit about Cardi. I don't know what it is. It doesn't matter at this point. She posted some shit about Cardi. Cardi politely uh, had her people hit her up and mm-hmm. ask her to take that shit down. Yeah. Tasha K, which, as is her way, told Cardi's people to suck a dick mm. and she kept the shit up. Mm. Cardi said, okay. Bet. You show right. <laughs> if you won't listen to me, Perhaps you will listen to this court decision. Uh, Sued her ass, took her to court, won like one point. It was like a 1.4 mil some shit. Gross. And just to tell you how wrong, and just to tell you how wrong this chick was, her own husband testified against her. Rose. Wow. (laughs) Her own husband. Wow. In 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 a country in which. Your spouse is not legally obligated to snitch on you. <laughs> Your spouse snitched hey, on you. Bet. That's when you know you ain't worth a damn. Wow. And I love it. I just don't understand why they keep coming for Cardi. Like, leave this chick. She ain't got nothing to do right now. She ain't got nothing to do but put you on her agenda. Oh, you don't want to take some shit down that I politely asked you to take down? Hmm. Oh, okay, you just get to be my new special project. Let's go. You should have learned from Shade Room. Every time they, every time the Shade Room says something unfavorable about Cardi from here to the end of time, she owns her wife and kids. Damn. Why did we not learn our lesson? I doubt Tasha K got, got 1.4 in the tuck. I'd be shocked. And for those of you that are wondering what you know, what story she's broken or whatever, she was part of the the engine that destroyed Derek Jackson. So she's done some good. Yeah, <laughs> she just she just didn't know where to stop. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> she got a little a little, she's little, done, a little she's, overzealous. She's done some good in the world. Okay. Um. So yeah, leave Cardi alone. Leave Cardi B alone. She has nothing to do right now because she's not making another album. I don't care. I don't give a fuck what she says. We're not getting invasion of privacy or whatever that was. Part two. We're not. We're not. It's not going to happen. 
people these people have, found, have figured out they make way more money just staying in the, staying in the spotlight mm-hmm. and not giving that content. We are on year six since Rihanna dropped anti. Oh, y'all still care about her releasing music? <laughs> we are on year six. It's been six years since that album. Look, the, the, the lingerie game is a lot more lucrative oh, than the music game. Fam. So Fam. We're not gonna get another we're not we're not getting another one. Not unless unless a sex tape leaks. Rihanna has forgotten that she makes music at this point. <laughs> she gonna be like, I did what? Oh yeah, I did used to do that shit back in the day. Somebody tried to get me to come back to come back to spoken word. Fam. I, no. No, for so many reasons. I, I miss you guys. Don't get me wrong. I miss <laughs> you guys. There's so many reasons I can't come back. Mm. So many. I that that's not happening. Most of those reasons are probably people. Correct. <laughs> Correct. It has been a decade. Let's see. Damn. It's 2022. It has been a decade since my last performance. Since my last like feature performance. Damn. A solid decade. No, that's not happening. Um mentoring maybe. I but even then, the people that the 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 people that I mentored have become me. I looked at it. There's a nigga out there right now. I'm not going to name him. <clears throat> he's me. Like he like he is me when I was out there. Like at the peak of my like drunken rock star bullshit. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my god. What the f- fuck was i doing anyway mentor it, doesn't sound like something you get paid to do so no it doesn't <laughs> no fuck no so that won't happen fuck em. um chris brown has been accused of rape again what else you gonna do if you're not making any more music uh, again well, so, okay so he just dropped a new single he's got something coming um hopefully it's under 48 songs um <laughs> I forgot about that <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was a that was a long album. Um, Chris Brown's been accused of rape again. Supposedly, um, he got a girl. He got a girl at a party drunk, or maybe she was already drunk. Mm-hmm. Took her to the bedroom, so forth and so forth. Okay. Um, Chris Brown has, of course, responded that this is all egregious. Yeah. Um, that this is an egregious accusation. That um, sure. something like this could not have happened, would never have happened. He does not know this person, so forth and so forth. All the shit you're supposed to say, you know, niggas who sing and rap all the time about taking it and get accused of doing it, probably take it. I mean, probably. You know, I'll just say this: the last time Chris Brown was accused of rape. We talked about it on this podcast. Mm-hmm. The last I remember, I remember we were in the old studio space. The last time Chris Brown was accused of rape, made this whole campaign about bitches be lying. Did he make like a shirt? Did he make like I don't know what it had on? Did he make like a shirt that basically said "lying bitch"? I I almost feel like that was a thing that happened, but I can't remember offhand. So yeah, he made like a shirt that said "evil lying bitch," something like that. I, that's an exaggeration, but yeah, basically that. So, at some point, now 
a lot of people gave Chris Brown the benefit of the doubt. I to this day I don't understand how that worked because it was basically like everybody going look. I know he's hit. I know he's hit a bitch or two, but rape? Nah. That was what y'all said basically to me. Y'all, that was how everyone responded. Well, rape and domestic violence aren't the same thing, huh? They can be. They very much can be. They don't have to be mutually exclusive. And also, are y'all are y'all like basically <laughs> saying, well, I mean. It's just domestic violence. It ain't rape. Right, right. You know, like, there's so much wrong with that. You know, he he didn't he didn't put his finger all the way in the booty. Just, right. You know, just, just a tip. There's a lot wrong with responding this way. But I said, okay, I'll shut the fuck up. At some point, how many rape accusations do you have to collect? Before we start unpacking that shit. Because you know what this sounds a lot like? Trey Songs. Kiki Palmer told us a long time ago. That Trey Songs wasn't worth a damn. A couple of chicks told us a long time ago after her. That Trey Songs wasn't worth a damn. It is only now. That people are starting to go. Hey. That's another rape accusation. Damn, maybe Trey Songs ain't worth a damn. How many rape rape accusations does it take? I'm not, and, and again, I'm not saying how many rape accusations before we say, oh, the nigga did it. I'm just, I just want y'all to unpack it for a second. Y'all won't even have the conversation. How many and how and what kind of witness are, are we talking about? has to accuse him before we say maybe something's amiss. Something's afoot. Something in the milk ain't clean. Because <laughs> Chris Brown did <sighs> fucked up. If we really look at it, he is fucked up quite a bit. His his order of protection, his baby mom's order of protection, Karuchi's order of protection has not been rescinded. He still can't go near this chick unless he's picking up his child. And even then, I think he has to have someone pick his child up. Jeez. Why was why was that not an alert? Jeez. Why was that not a red alert? The chick who whose name he screams in songs to this day. We not gonna unpack a little bit? Not even. Just a little bit. I like it. Don't get me wrong. I like his music too, but goddamn. Not even a little bit. Wow. Not even a little bit. What will it take, boy? What will it take? That's okay. That's okay. I'm just I, I'm just here to lay it out there. Y'all do with it whatever the fuck you want. But but when but when we go back in another couple of years, it, it when 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 three or four more years go by. Mm. And we get one of these Dream Hampton chicks that has to put all these women in a, in a sound studio. Uh-oh. And these stories start lining up and making sense together. Y'all going to talk to all this shit about, oh, well, I don't know. I don't know. 
And it's going to be 2025, and we're going to be watching Surviving Chris Brown Part 2. And we see how well it went for the first guy. Correct. His idol, by the way. Ooh. That is that that is not going to be the name of this episode, by the way. No, 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 not, no, no. We are not going. <laughs> no, we are not going to be in the algorithms that way. I will not invoke. Hell no, we are not trying to follow in the uh, fuckboy footsteps of Fresh and Fit. Um, what else we got on the docket? Mario Lopez, what? Slater. Oh man, <sighs> yeah, Slater, fucking up, bro. Everybody's familiar. God damn, he is everybody's familiar. <laughs> he just stands next to me. I'm telling you, he just, he, people, I don't know who's keeping him young. Like, maybe Ryan Seacrest, I don't know. Right? So, a random thing about celebrity familiars. Yes, I'm coming back to the celebrity familiar topic. Machine Gun Kelly gave Megan Fox a ring, or maybe Megan Fox gave him a ring. That when you try to take it off, it hurts. That's a regular fucking ring. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's meant to inflict pain when you try to remove it. So let me tell you about white people. You know, marriage isn't for everyone. And <laughs> what? if you have to install a torture device on the person to stop them from leaving you, that person is probably not for you. <laughs> the reddest of flags. But white people like that shit. Remember, remember Billy Bob and Angelina? They had they were walking around with vials of each other's blood. Again, that's just white people shit. <laughs> I can't even say that's unusual. It's just white people shit. When, when I found out about that, I was like, oh, that's that's white. That's white. These are sounds about that, white. These are people that take Anne Rice books way too seriously. <laughs> way too seriously. Um, so Mario Lopez, um, aka the winter soldier of Hollywood. This is amazing. They just wake him up anytime anytime there's a random hosting bag to be had. Jeez. Um Mario Lopez has a boxing podcast. Yes, Mario Lopez has a boxing podcast. What does he not have at this point? Well, it, is, it has been said that Mario Lopez is one of the best celebrity boxers out there. Like he, like really? he, he has been. He's taking the he has taken the form seriously, like from a very young age. Hmm. That's how he stays in shape. Okay, and it, it must be it, he he must be proficient at it because. He looks better than he did in Say by the Bell days. Okay. Okay. But yeah, very well known around the boxing UFC circles. And he has a boxing podcast. He had some guy. I'm not I'm not I'm not even going to do him the dignity of learning his name. Some guy. Mm-hmm. Some some white comedian, some Andrew Schultz sounding motherfucker. Mhm. You know, you know the kind. You know the kind. Um who went on a who went on this rant that he thought was funny about George Floyd and how George Floyd should have cooperated more and how George Floyd 
oh, the cops don't have three hours to sit there and try to talk nice to you. You know who didn't have three hours to sit there and listen to the cops? George Floyd. George Floyd. So, and also. This was not a three-hour engagement. If you need to stand there for three hours to avoid killing. Anyway, I'm digressing. I apologize. (laughs) I'm just saying. I apologize. There's a lot of holes. There's a lot of holes. Yeah. Yeah. Let me stay on task. Mario Lopez did a little kick in. He did. He did. I heard it. There was a little kiki in there. The phrase kiki kills me every single time I hear it. <laughs> every time. All I'm saying, Mario Lopez, first of all, this comedian, this is the most, this is the most notoriety this comedian is ever going to get. Trading on a, on a dead black man's name. This is the most notoriety he's ever going to have in the entirety of his career. My goodness. I've still, I, I don't know his name. I have still not tried to learn his name. His name is not worth learning. That's the most famous he's ever going to get. Mm. Is some shit he said on Mario Lopez's boxing podcast. So I need not drag him as much as I, as much as I may be inclined to in other facets. Yeah. Mario Lopez, however, your silence, fam, you are too adjacent to the culture. You are too adjacent to too many bags that involve us Mm -hmm. and people that look like us Mm -hmm. for you to stay, for you to, to, to have the wherewithal, the gall to stay quiet. When George Floyd's name is mentioned in a jestful way. Get him. Shame on you. For real. Shame. I'm gonna get that I'm, I'm gonna get that sound effect from Game of Thrones where the bitch is just yelling shame. 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 Shame, shame on you. Shame. Back in your arms is where I'm gonna be. Oh. Wrong shame. Sorry. Oh. Wrong shame. Shame. <laughs> so, shame on you, Mario Lopez. You, you, you should know better. Someone who has devoted as much time as they have to keeping their image mostly clean, you should know better. I would, I, I, you know what? I would have respected it if you had just went. I, I'm not fucking with that. I bet Mario got some dirt though. He has to. I bet you Mario. He got has some dirt. to. He has to. I'm I'm convinced of it. I know he does. Mario got some shit going on, and to be honest, Mario would be if he didn't. He would be the only one from from the 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 panel of America's next best dance crew back in the day <laughs> that didn't have some bullshit in the closet. Uh, little Mama had some. Well, Little Mama did the bullshit with Jay Z. I was kidding. Oh, Little Mama was uh, well. I'll get to that. Little Mama was talking some shit uh, recently, and people were listening. I don't know about listening per se. With little mama, little mama just takes the stage. We we know that now, <laughs> whether people are listening or not. Um, and then you know that same show had Shane Sparks, mm-hmm. who I believe was fucking underage children. 
Remember they got they got him about to paint fast. Remember that shit? Yeah. Yeah, they got him the fuck out of there fast. I think they replaced him with like JC from NSYNC or some shit. Yeah. It was too boring to have anything I, on. I was going to say I was going to say I I was talking to somebody recently and just on a random side note. JC was like somebody called Gone that NSYNC song. Somebody called Gone Justin Timberlake's two weeks notice. <laughs> I mean, when black people started fucking with him, yeah. I mean, JC was kind of jamming on his own. We just didn't pay him any attention because JC is generally corny as fuck. Yeah, and he's not fully embraced his corny white boyness. But JC could honestly sing Justin Timberlake under the table. I, that drumline song was jamming. I didn't listen to them enough to, to care about whether or not it's, that's true. He came out with that song on the drumline soundtrack, and that shit was jamming. We just didn't pay him no attention because, again, JC is corny. All that to come around, back around to Ben because, actually, uh, there is a speaking of Justin Timberlake coming up. Oh, um, shame on you, Mario Lopez. You should just know better. Honestly. Shame, like, shame, like shame. I'm I'm paying more attention to some of these people's silence. I'm paying more attention now. Everybody has their days when they're just going. You know what? I'm not fucking with that today. I'm not doing it today. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to keep. Everybody has to keep their mental health in mind. And sometimes your mental health will not allow you to engage. I do this all the time. Proudly, Mario Lopez on a national uh, on a, a national platform like this should know better. And somebody who has usually kept a tight rein on their image, as he has, to to just come off being looking squeaky clean and corny, should know better. And I think he does. And for him to have stayed silent at such an important moment, um, shame on you. Fuck you. Um, speaking of Justin Timberlake, Janet Jackson had a, um, a, a documentary come out last night. We're recording this on Sunday. It was like Saturday night. I didn't see it. I, I didn't watch it either, to be yeah. honest with you. It, it, they, it, everything about it gave me the impression that it was going to be like two hours or more long. Mm. I don't have that bandwidth for a documentary. I don't. Yeah. I, I I really don't. Um, and as much as I, I, I as much as I did cut for Janet, I don't. I, yeah, I don't. There's not anything that I need that I to know. Don't know about her now that I would probably find interesting. I, I, I'll say there was nothing that I need to know about Janet for me to sit through two hours. Yeah, like I like Gordon Parks is one of my greatest inspirations. Gordon Parks is. Easily one of the reasons that I do all the things I do now. I watched this documentary. It was it was an hour and thirty minutes. That was my limit for my greatest inspiration. <laughs> do I want to sit through two out two plus hours of Janet? No, not at this juncture. Not right now. I don't have the bandwidth for it. I don't have a bandwidth for it. I only have two. I only have two free days in my week. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. But 
I did see that we learned some interesting things uh, about the culture and their reactions to Janet. Um, one, we learned that Janet has a lot of grace and was like, listen, I'm over the Justin Timberlake thing. And you should be too. You should be too. I don't have any problem with that dude. I wish him well in whatever he's doing. Basically, I wish him well in whatever he's doing. I'm not mad about that no more. Y'all shouldn't be mad about it. I, I, I implore you to save your outrage for something else. And the culture very politely responded. We respect you for feeling that way. Lady Janet, her royal badness. We respect that you feel that way. We respect you for having enough grace and class and poise and forgiveness in your heart. However, the damage is done. Mm. Fuck that white boy. We ride at dawn. Yes. <laughs> that and that is how the culture is. That is how the culture is right now. Sometimes the monster you create becomes bigger than you. And what, what people don't realize about black people also is that you may not be mad, but we're gonna be mad for you. We're gonna be mad. You ever you ever you ever you ever seen like when a, when a girl dates a dude that ain't shit and her homegirls been trying to tell her to break up with him and she's like well, you know, but he's trying. And they like, and when times are good and you come around, they still look at you like, yeah, mm-hmm. they gonna be mad for you, even if you're not mad for yourself. Just to show you how much the culture doesn't give a fuck, and the culture will haunt you to the end of days. I just read a story where a chick, where um, a chick got off the got off a uh, guy was at the airport. And slapped the shit out of Jay Ellis for some shit Lawrence did in like season three. Damn. True story. They could be mad at fictional characters for you. <laughs> <laughs> so if they gonna do a fictional character like that, just they gonna tear Justice White ass to pieces till the end of time. Damn. They st- just to show you how the culture, how crazy the culture is. They st- that remember that time that white girl was sitting in between Jay Z and Beyonce and mm-hmm. Kiki in with that nigga. Mm-hmm. They still tearing her ass to pieces. Yeah. They still on her ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy, the North remembers. Fuck that shit. Um, Speaking of Twitter tearing someone to pieces, Mercedes? Do we know about Mercedes, the underpaying manager? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I did find out about that. So, Twitter, for those of you who don't know, this chick named Mercedes was on Twitter telling us about how she had a hundred and thirty something dollars to pay an employee. And the one she hired, she in fact agreed to pay like eighty something thousand. Eighty five thousand. Eighty five thousand a year. For a net difference of about fifty thousand dollars. And she flexed on the internet. She went on social media and flexed about how this is a this is teaching her a lesson in salary negotiation, this, that, and the third. And the culture responded, bitch, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Fam, it would have been one thing. Like, I've I've seen this play out. And I'm sure it happens all the time. 
What people don't do is run to the internet and look for applause for it. Brag about it. Now, granted, I don't think this, uh, whoever this is, I don't think they're losing sleep about the $80,000 a year that they're being paid. No, they're losing sleep about the 50000 extra that, that they, they, that they could have been paid. I mean, because I would. Man, this is insane. Look, when I when I got uh, a promotion a couple years ago, and I I somewhat negotiated my salary, but they were pretty much like, <laughs> "Well, to be straight up, this is all you're gonna get." Uh, you know, it, it's it, it it's it's fine if you don't pay someone what they request. Because she asked the the applicant what the salary, what their desired salary was, and they said eighty five thousand. They were like, "Okay." Yeah, That's but there's a how. There's a way that you can ask people in a way right. that it there was this is there see, we know so little about the situation. There's easily ways this could have been manipulated in a way. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't trust it. So I don't want to hear her telling me about the the le- the moral of the story is salary negotiation. The moral of the story is you're a bitch. Yeah, correct. Be going it, son. Because I mean, you didn't have to. Like, you, you shaming someone for not for not knowing something that you did not disclose to them. Correct. Like, did you did you go? Hey, but you know, we can pay you up to one thirty. No, you didn't. Like, you cannot fault people or shame or, or, or fucking shame people for not knowing something that something was not disclosed thousand? to them. How the fuck much was she supposed to ask for? And knowing your ass, if she would ask for one hundred thirty, you would have been like. Well, uh, about that. Yeah, hell yeah. This wasn't your moment, bitch. This was not. This is not it. This is not it. <laughs> not your moment, fam. I like, and then maybe because I don't. <laughs> this is a damn shame. Maybe it's because I don't work jobs that bother negotiating salary. <laughs> I I I never I swear to God I had never heard of this until I started until I left half price is had to be back out in the job market like last year. I, what the fuck do you mean salary negotiation? Tell me how much you pay. Good plan. Yeah, right. What is the starting pay? Shit. I get those jobs. I, just tell me what. Tell me how much it pays. God damn. I was happy and and now granted. The job I make now, I make more than the starting pay, and I was happy. To, and I was happy to get that shit. That's the most money I've ever made. Um, it, it is not worth it, all things considered. Yeah, but uh, I I had never heard of that shit before. That was that was so new to me. Um, it, all that to say, this woman's out of her fucking mind. And there was you one- basically got away with. You basically got away with some shit and then told everybody on the on the internet that you did. There was one comment that I saw that at first I kind of disagreed with, but once I thought about it, it made more sense. Someone was like, "This is how this is how the wage gap happens. The wage gap happens in large part because people don't know how much they're worth, and the and the market doesn't want you to know, right? And and they will gladly let you underpay yourself." Um, at, at you know, at the behest of corporate profits, this is why jobs don't even want you talking about how much money you make with other coworkers. One thousand percent, 
1000%. The bottom line is capitalism does not want us to unionize because they know that we are stronger together than we are apart. Speak on it, son. You so all this shit goes back to run me my money. Run me my fucking money. Quit fucking playing with my money. As a matter of fact, hit that with the air horns. That's air horns. Yeah, that's a bunch of bullshit. Fuck you, Mercedes. His name is episode. Run me my money. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. We got one more thing. Oh, Ari Linux. Okay, we have to talk. Uh, so we talked about it a little bit uh, last week, and it has continued on. Um, we have to talk about the fallout of Ari Linux having a tough time with that South African podcaster. Um. Basically, it goes like this: Ari Lennox did a series of tweets talking about how sick she is of the uh, of the of the labels and the label bullshit and a lot of shit she's gone through um, to make music, and she wants to be dropped from. She wants to be dropped from the labels. She wants to be dropped from all her imprints, whatever she's got going. She wants to be dropped. Mm. Drop me. And in my opinion, we don't deserve Ari Lennox. I hate to say that because I'm kind of in love with Ari Lennox because she's fine and she's hilarious and she's immensely entertaining. I love her music, but we don't deserve her just off of the strength of we don't appreciate. We don't give enough of a fuck about mental health. And again, if you're playing opinions while black bingo, Oz is about to come up with another reason why you niggas don't really give a fuck about people's mental health. We talk about mental health all the live long day. Check on your strong friends. Check on your strong friends. Check on your friends. Do your wellness checks. How's your mental health? One to ten. Do you think anybody did that with Ari Lennox when she was airing out her frustrations about being sick of the bullshit, about being sick of the labels and being sick and, and being sick to sick of asked uh, how well you're getting fucked on a podcast? Mm. Did anybody stop to do that? Nope. No, no, of course you didn't. What did you niggas do? Y'all said, oh, well, bye. Because y'all ain't shit. First of all, y'all not gonna y'all are not gonna get on Rihanna's internet and treat Ari Lennox like y'all did Daniel Caesar. You won't. You won't. You won't. You will not. And I'm not just saying that on account of me. I'm saying that on account of there's too much about Ari Lennox, especially you red pill ass niggas. Yes, I'm talking about the yes, I'm talking about the Joe Budden niggas who sided with the with the South African podcaster. Which should not be a shock to anyone. Fam, there's too much that Ari Lennox does that you niggas like. There's too much that Ari Lennox does culture-wise well that we enjoy that if she stopped doing it tomorrow, we would go, where the fuck is she? Yes. 
It's not like Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar had a good album. Daniel Caesar had a couple of big hits. He talked a little too much shit for his stature in the game. And we told him to fuck off. In his defense of some dumb white woman. Ari Lennox has not done that. Ari Lennox has not done anything to you people. Ari Lennox was airing out something that a lot of artists over the years, not even over the years, over I, the past few years, have said in the same regard about how they're sick of the labels, about how the labels are bullshit, about the shit they have to go through with the labels to get music out. Megan Thee Stallion got sick and tired of being sick and tired at one point. Y'all didn't say that shit to her? It's a lot of these chicks that got sick and tired of being sick and tired. Y'all always trying to tell me about how underappreciated Wale is. Who are these motherfuckers saying that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got on our ass about Wale. They got on our ass about Wale. They got on, well, they got on our ass about Earl Sweatshirt, but fuck him. That, that tells you all you need to know about somebody. <laughs> if you speak in the defense of Wale, eh. <laughs> I've learned everything I need to learn about you at that point. You know, y'all not, and, and it's, it's, it is literally, when black men speak up about how the labels are bullshit, Kanye been speaking that, been saying that shit for years, and y'all don't tell him to shut the fuck up the way you did Ari Lennox. I wonder why. It's only the black women y'all tell to shut the fuck up about this. And even then, y'all pick and choose there. Because when Nicki Minaj tells y'all about some shit is bullshit, we have to stand up and listen, even though she's part of the reason that it's bullshit. Because she got the she because she going to the same streaming farm as Taylor Swift, so I don't want to hear that shit about her. Mm. Mm. Y'all not gonna do Ari Lennox the way you did uh, fucking Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar earned every fucking bad word about him. Every last goddamn one. He said, cancel me and we obliged. Because he was talking <laughs> too much shit. Y'all not, Ari Lennox ain't did shit. Ari Lennox is airing out something, uh, I repeat, that many people before her have said. And y'all tried to call it, and, you, and, and, and if you didn't dismiss them as crazy because they were your fave, you said we had to listen. I'm not even a celebrity, y'all. I, I can't even really fuck with social media like that. So I, I fully understand why she would want to back away from it. Because it's, it's... It's too much. It was enough for me just to watch people having dumbass conversations on Facebook. I can only imagine how that's compounded when people are just saying dumbass shit to you all the time. Y'all don't deserve to have anybody if, you gonna, if, if that's... If that's what it is. But, you know, if you're a celebrity, you have to learn how to take criticism and all that shit. Fuck y'all. Y'all don't take criticism. Take criticism at your regular ass day job and see how you feel. Y'all don't take, y'all block anybody that disagrees with you. What the fuck are you talking about? Ari Lennox has to take criticism. You know, there's some nigga named Jerome right now that don't know how to use a copier at his job. Imagine if I lit his ass up on Twitter. Oh, somebody got him on TikTok. Oh, bitch, you don't know how to copy on both sides? Hi. <laughs> Look at you, the most one-sided ass copies, raggedy nigga. You ought to go kill yourself. Sorry, ass nigga. 
And she came back and said some real shit. She was like, fam, y'all be talking. First of all, to talk about me and my mental health, y'all crying in y'all car too on your 30-minute lunch. Mm. Nobody with a 30-minute lunch should be talking shit about Ari Lennox right now. <laughs> Let me just say that. That is actually... That is actually some profound knowledge. Like, nobody with a 30-minute lunch should be talking shit really about anybody. Let me tell you something. I, too, have a 30-minute lunch. I I know what I'm talking about. Humble yourself. <laughs> Humble yourself. My God. I'm just you don't even have... Boy, you be rushing to... Boy, you be rushing to get that... You, you, there's no accurate way to pack for a 30-minute lunch. No. no. There's none. You don't even get time for your food to settle. No. None of that. Your shit better be pre-warmed. Oh, my God. You ever... Oh, my God. You ever go to the microwave three minutes before your lunch starts? Yes! (laughs) Get the fuck out of my head. Hey. Oh, man. 30-minute lunch is the worst. You take a restroom break 15 minutes before your 30-minute lunch? Yes! You don't have to do that. Yes! You be trying to clock back in and then take your restroom break. Man, come on, bro. Come on now. And y'all talking about Ari Lennox sick of the bullshit? No, no. Y'all regular ass at home unhappy. The name of this episode is 30 Minute Lunch, by the way. (laughs) 30 Minute Lunch. Uh, I'm just saying. And then she came. Yeah, and, and here's my thing. Because Joe Budden in particular tried to defend South African podcaster. Who 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 offended Ari Lennox by saying so? How so? How well are you getting fucked lately? Classy as he is, and was like, yeah, but the last, but the last, uh, Joe Budden was like, but all you've talked about in your latest songs is dick, fam. Which is just a new format of just because someone's dressed a certain way, that means I get to approach them a certain way. Disrespectfully, usually, this is just another version of that dress how you want to be addressed bullshit that y'all been spitting since 1992. What the fuck are you talking about? Children's mad because people still talk about pump it up. (laughs) (laughs) This is the only meaningful thing he's done in his music career. I mean, and, and here's the thing. Why do we keep holding women to those standards of holding them by the music? That, uh, God damn. <laughs> damn. Sorry. We, watch we are we are watching the game. <laughs> and somebody just got their ass drilled. Who is that? I don't know. Oh, my God. He doesn't know who he is right now. Either. <laughs> God damn. Oh, my God. Oh, that's Debo Samuel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Debo got Ooh. bowled over. Okay. Ooh. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, leave leave Ari Lennox leave Ari Lennox alone, man. How y'all go? If we took rappers by the shit they say, they about oh, they about to swing. Uh, if we took rappers by the shit they say in their lyrics and said we get to interrogate them about everything about every uh, about their life based on their lyrics, so many of these rappers would be in prison. All of them. Yeah. All of them. For a lot of things. A lot of crimes. I'm just saying. And Jay-Z and Meek Mill won't help you either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so y'all got to chill. 
Leave our legs alone. We don't deserve our legs. Why does LL look like Barry Bonds now? Bleaching. They go to the same bleaching person. Okay. That cream and clear. Yep. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, let's see. We've covered a lot, actually. Yeah. Oh, there was that one thing, uh, that one other thing. Uh, Spotify. So, Neil Young. Neil Young got sick of the bullshit. I don't know what prompted this because I don't because because I don't really keep up with Joe Rogan like that. But apparently, Neil Young got fed up and said, "Look, either either y'all get rid of Joe Rogan, Spotify, or y'all got to get rid of me." And guess what? <laughs> Spotify promptly, politely. Took all his shit down the next day. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. You will no, Your services will no longer be required. And took all his music down. Joni Mitchell did the same thing, too. Poor uh, man. Joni Mitchell don't deserve that. Don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> yeah. We can something. go ahead. You know, man, like. <sighs> but also, streaming money ain't shit. So. It, it ain't missing out on shit. It's a small sacrifice. To make to to prove how shitty of a platform Spotify can be, even though I got a free Spotify account. So, you know, but you know, like you said, they they paid Joe Rogan an exorbitant amount of money to uh, enable Aaron Rodgers and you know hype up Ivermectin. So they're not going to cut him. They're not cutting him. Not the four million dollar man. Um, and. God bless Neil Young for standing up to Spotify, but if we're being honest, Neil Young does not have the 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 bandwidth to enforce something like that. Nah. If Nikki had said something, eh, there would have been a conversation. It, it probably good. still wouldn't happen. They would have told her they were taking the shit. Down. <laughs> like in response to your letter to us, madam, yes, we will be taking. We your will shit be now. taking your shit now. Correct. Is there anything that you would like us to leave up? You know, they're just, they're, they're just, no, Neil Young in, in 2022. Neil Young, they were just like, cool. Joni Mitchell, that's a, that's a damn shame, but yeah. also, thank you for your service. <laughs> um, I'm not divesting from Spotify over Neil Young. I'm not. I, I'm just, I, I'm not. And a lot of people were like, oh, well, you can't find half the shit you're looking for on on Spotify anyway. I find all the shit I'm looking I, for. I find every single thing that I look for. <laughs> if, if, I, if I can't find something, it's probably a remix. It, it's probably yeah. a, 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 a an unsanctioned remix, freestyle, some shit like that. I can't find comeback season on, on Spotify. You know, shit like that. Um, Drake trying to... Oh, there's a oh, there's a Drake watch story, baby. Um, supposedly, who was this that he was allegedly fucking before someone? Oh, I don't even know now. But allegedly, Drake was fucking somebody before someone else. Um, which is which at this point in life is just gonna be the story. Yeah. <laughs> when I figure out the name, it's gonna be like, oh, of course he was. <laughs> Of course, Drake was there first uh, and probably second. Um, oh, there was a thing. I don't want to make this a long thing because we can go ahead and go to break after this. So Kanye, according to DJ Academics, 
And you can end the story right there. <laughs> According to DJ Academics, Kanye West has been running around telling people that Pete Davidson has AIDS. <laughs> Fam. <laughs> There's a few things wrong with this already. You know, there's like three stories about things that Kanye is allegedly telling people. First and foremost, the sentence started with DJ Academics. Yeah. So right there, the credibility is already next to nil. Second, if Kanye West were running around telling anybody anything in 2022, I don't give a fuck about Kanye, but I can guarantee you we would have heard about it before it came out of DJ Academics' mouth. And third, if that's true and he's telling people that Pete Davidson has AIDS, that's just nasty. Who is he telling it to? That's my other question. <laughs> Who is he telling it to that's listening? There's so much bullshit Kanye has said over the past two years, three years, four years, five years. I was like, keep going. <laughs> and all of this, and this comes out just on the eve of him announcing that Donda 2 is coming. It's not. Produced by Future. Oh, it's definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) Who asked for a Future produced Kanye album? Oh my goodness! Oh, actually, the culture might have because we because yeah we that that Superfly soundtrack was that it it was busting. It was I fuck with it. It was busting. Okay, I I, it still didn't prompt me to want to want to hear him actively producing albums like he's a for real producer. Um, DJ Khaled. Yeah, yeah, I don't want that. Um, yeah, fuck. So yeah, that probably isn't true. But you shouldn't be telling people that. No, no, don't do that. Telling people that the new nigga has AIDS. <laughs> that's a that's a wild rumor to start. Because uh, that means you're saying that your that the mother of your children. Very likely has AIDS. That's a that's a very that's like a poor non famous person type rumor. Like, correct, uh, correct. I don't know. What, the, what else was you gonna say? You got scabies, motherfucker. What, I don't understand y'all. I don't understand Kanye West. I don't understand why we're still li- man. That's why we got to stop engaging him because his fans won't get off his dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that is a good place to take a break. We'll be back with more foolishness and fuckery. Worst fandom ever. <laughs> Kanye fans are the worst. All of y'all. My name is Damien and I said it. <laughs> oh, shit. Y'all are listening to Sober Conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. <laughs> Pour up. <laughs> It is so bad. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And we're actually sober. We've actually just been drinking lemonade. Yeah, I mean, but, you know... 
Sobriety is really more a state of mind than it is a physical state when it comes to us. That is true because <laughs> we ain't said sober shit. <laughs> This is this is sober-ish conversation with yeah. the least sober too. This is as sober conversation as you can ask for from the, from us motherfuckers. That's right. So, um, you know, one thing I did not mention from last week, I meant to shout out. You know, y'all know I love my my UFC. I meant to shout out Francis Ngannou, mm. Hammer Hands, uh, for becoming the new uh, for for getting getting a belt. He finally got the belt. All right, uh, heavyweight, yeah, heavyweight champion. Uh, Francis Ngannou is a beast, and he's not even reached his peak. Yeah, I, I, look. Dana don't want, and Dana didn't want to hand him the belt. <laughs> Dana, man, Dana didn't want to hand him the belt because he ain't paying him right. You better pay this motherfucker right. Let me tell you something about Francis Ngannou. And I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna stay here. We're not staying on Francis Ngannou. This motherfucker came from being homeless. Mm-hmm. If, if you've ever heard his story, like. Him trying to get him trying to get from Cameroon uh to whatever the mainland big city is, mm-hmm. you have to go through a desert. Basically. You have to go you have to literally walk through a desert to get there. And he ate trash. He ate trash. Until they ex- until he got caught and was exiled and he had to try again. And and people and when he got there was homeless and ate trash. And people voluntarily fight him. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you want to fight a swollen nigga that ate trash? Do you want to keep the belt from him, man? Fam, get that man whatever he's whatever he's worth. And I don't, and I don't have the bandwidth on a Sunday night before Euphoria to go into, <laughs> to go into the the politics of how a lot of UFC fighters get underpaid, <clears throat> and what they go through, um, to make to 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 make weight for these bonuses. Mm. Uh, get that man what he worth. Get that man what he worth. Get that man what he says he's worth. Whatever he says he's worth before he fucking kills you. <clears throat> What the fuck they have going on for halftime on this game? I don't know. I don't know who that was or what that was, but they went to commercial on his ass. His bars look weak. <laughs> <laughs> you know somebody shit's weak. If they don't mute, you know they, Show they ain't spitting. Um, so we're going to go to White People Must Be Stopped. This is why I don't fuck with white people. Already. Xavier Hunter sent us... Let me see if I can bring this back up. Xavier Hunter sent us the wildest shit. I always tell people to send us your the the racist stories you think we missed in the news. Mm-hmm. Um, in what the fuck news? <clears throat> a Foot Locker employee reportedly recorded himself having sex with and ejaculating in shoes meant to be placed on the showroom floor. A foot locker. I have several questions. I, I'm going to skip most of the questions and go right to the question of why would you tape yourself? <laughs> but then you showed me the picture of the person that did this. He's, he is white. And that answered all my questions. He is, in fact, white. <laughs> I have no further questions about anything. 
He's white and old enough to be bitter that he's working at Foot Locker. Wow. He is a Squidward of Foot Locker. That, you, you have to, you have to have a lot in your mind to take the time to direct your ejaculate into shoes. He was quitting his job. I suspect he was quitting. Why not just steal the shoes? <laughs> you know, why not just say, hey, let me just come off this pair right here. I mean, so you it's easier to be brought up on charges for stealing for for stealing from the company, for stealing merchandise than it is for what did he even what how did he even take that to the cops? I mean, there's evidence. There's forensic evidence. <laughs> I mean, uh, probably the most they'll get you for is like damaging merchandise. But if it's less than a certain dollar amount, they're not going to do shit except maybe take it out your last check. I mean, he'd do it. to. I'm pretty sure he'd do it to like 11s or some shit. Not maybe. Even. Well, I mean, maybe. 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 Know. That's a wild one. Now, like, I don't even know where to come from with that one. Like, oh, you said come from. <laughs> sir. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> see, see, <laughs> this is why we can't be trusted. Yeah, you said it, I didn't. That's true too. Um, my thing is this: I kind of, I'm not, I'm not like amazed by it. Mostly because I think in the this was inevitable in the era of fuck this job. Mm-hmm. We're in the we are in the midst of the fuck this job era. And in the midst of the fuck this job era, you're gonna have people quitting in ridiculous ways. <laughs> you're gonna have people quitting in ways they've always dreamed about. And there are some perverts out there who have always dreamed about bussing one on the showroom floor. It's just easier to quit though. It is. Like it's just literally easier to be like, I'm out. Well, that's where we factor in white people. No, thank you. Thank you for bringing me back. Right. Okay. That's, that's where we factor I in. I started to people. rationalize it as a non-white person. and No. Every now and then, and this is going to be the last thing for white people once he stopped. Every now and then, someone comes into my job, a client, more often than not, and I play a little game with myself. Mm, like the employee did, huh? Well, Let me stop. Let me I, stop. sir, Let me stop. sir, I know you keep throwing these alleys, and I keep and and so I play a game in which I guess to myself, how racist is this client? <laughs> um, there's there's a in my head, there's a studio audience, there's an announcer, and knowing your job, that's that's. That's almost anybody that walks in the door. It's, it's high. The likelihood is high. So, um, at the end of my shift, the the clients I regret the most are the ones that come in at the beginning of my shift and at the end of my shift. If it's a phone call, that's the phone call I regret the most. And these people come in. We're waiting on 5 o'clock. My Uber's on the way. These people come in at 4.55. First of all, if you come in at 4.55, from 4.50 on and people in a retail setting get off at 5, 
just know that they hate you. They're done. Yeah, I mean, they're they're already done. You're going to get the minimum amount of customer service humanly possible. You get it, it. That's just done. Fact. So they come in. They're at the wrong branch anyway. People come to our branch because they don't want to go to the Greens Point branch on the north side. And they try to figure out any loophole where they can get service with us and their designated branch is Greens Point on the north side. To be fair, if I had a choice between, you know, this side and the north side. Understandable. But when you know we're going to send you away, yeah, don't be surprised. And they go, and it, they go. The lady goes, "Oh my God, Greens Point! I feel like I have to wear body armor just to go to Greens Point." So do I. <laughs> also, well, I have, ne- I have never felt uns. <laughs> Look, I talk a lot of shit about the North Side, Greens Point in particular. I've been, I've never felt unsafe. Uh, I felt weirded out by the by the uh, naked meth head walking across the street casually. Never felt unsafe. Oh, I have. <laughs> like, like there are certain and, and, and because it was come, but when it's coming from a white person, you know that they feel unsafe for different reasons mm-hmm. than maybe you might feel unsafe. Right. They feel uns. They feel un. We feel unsafe because we know. When we see the wrong element. Yeah. We know, but the difference is you and me know what the wrong element looks like. That is correct. I don't trust this white woman to know what the wrong element looks like. Because according to her, the wrong element might look like me. Yeah. The same nigga who's helping her. The same nigga who's helping her with perfect diction, who can who can engage her about anything that she's any pointless fucking small talk she's engaging me about. Mm. She doesn't know the difference. I do. So, yes, I might say it, but it's because I have the knowledge to know better and to know the difference. She don't. Mm hmm. I am convinced her and her husband say nigga all the time. All the time. Constantly. They practice it. Keeps their teeth white. Honey, put more ER in it, please. It's true. Put it's more true. ER in it. It's true. She 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 cheats with someone she pays extra <laughs> if she can say the hard ER. Yeah. I'm just saying. They I, it, it yeah. Fuck these man, fuck these people. I'm convinced that white people are a biblical plague that just never went away. They weren't in the Bible. <laughs> There's so many reasons for that. So many reasons. They left themselves out of the Bible. It's true. They left themselves out. No, they hating from outside the club because they can't get in. I'm gonna I'm gonna start writing nigga on I'm gonna start writing nigga on the door just to keep white people out. Ooh, no. They gonna be lining up for that shit. your <laughs> racist stories, Sidra real life racist encounters. We can say it again? <laughs> Man, we ever told white folks they could say nigga publicly without recourse? <laughs> Man, actually, they would. They they it, it would lose the luster for them. They'd think, oh. Well, it would. That and there'd be there'd be enough ass whoopings to start. There'd be a lot of ass whoopings at the beginning. What can we call you that would offend you now? They'd have to go back to some old shit like coons and shit. Wow. <laughs> we call each other that. You know, yeah, you, yeah. you ain't doing shit. 
send you send all your listener letters and questions for myself, D. Randall, and anyone else you hear on this podcast. Please send those to opinionswildblack at gmail.com. Or you can log on to opinionswildblack.com where you can learn more about Houston's more savage podcast, where to listen to us, and ways to buy merch. Mm-hmm. I said ways to buy merch. We'll be back with uh, your listener letters in the top three STFUs. This is Houston's most savage podcast. Just pour up. <laughs> And we are back. Back. We are black. Black. We are opinionated, and we are doing it sober this week. Um, I guess we can just get into it. It's time for listener letters. Hey, hey. Uh, David Santiago. Oh, um, he's back. Can we talk about the fact that even though Michael Jackson's songs were amazing, a lot of the concepts of his videos made sense to him and him alone, <laughs> and we just love it anyways. <laughs> like, has anyone watched any of his videos in their entirety with the mini movie and not just the song and been like, what the fuck? But then just shrugged and assumed and assumed it was brilliant so you could just jam. We, so I have addressed this before. Yeah. I have addressed this before because to this day, can you feel it? We, we it's one of the most batshit crazy <laughs> videos I have ever seen in my entire fucking life. We talked we talked about this a few episodes ago. It, How did we not know? I was a <laughs> child. <laughs> and I just saw glitter coming from their hands and I thought it was awesome. Now <laughs> I'm like, yo, drugs are amazing apparently. There was not a single thing in that video that made sense, including and especially the open the opening speech from Keith David. <laughs> <laughs> like this is Princess Mononoke. <laughs> what the fuck? There are so many what the fuck moments in a Michael Jackson music video, fam. It goes from one thing to the next. If you really think about the journey we went on in the black and white video. <laughs> People were just transforming into other people. You're like, all right. I, 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 okay. This nigga was dancing with Native Americans in the street. You know? Um, oh, man. Why was Macaulay Culkin in that video? And I just remember that Macaulay Culkin was in that video. <laughs> um, oh, man. There's um, a lot of bad shit crazy. What's the, what's the, um, the way you make me feel was just... Stalking, just stalking, very stalkerish. It was straight street harassment, stalking, vandalism, jumping on people's (laughs) cars and shit. What made the least sense about it was the dance break at the end where they was just tearing shit up. Yeah, no cops, or like at the end of the black and white video. What the end of the black and white video? There was like wasn't there a part that they couldn't air originally at the end where he just started? He just started. Destroying shit all over the street. I there was a part at the end, you know, the end where they where they do where they she they turn into the last girl or whatever, uh-huh. and they outside of that sound studio is Michael Jackson 
just breaking car windows and screaming and throwing trash cans everywhere by himself. I I know I remember this. I shit you not. I I I I take your word for it. I, and everybody was kind of like, "Oh, this is too graphic and and all that shit." But we were like, "Dancing with the Indian woman in traffic here." I see you, Mike. Yeah, this is it. Oh, this is it. When Mike yeah. just walks into an alley where the the wind is blowing, and he opens up his shirt. Bro, this is. You know what? I haven't watched a Michael Jackson video in a long. This is maximum Michael. Mike was like stylistically this, the coldest dude ever, though. Bro, this is peak Mike. <laughs> right here, that that is peak Michael. <laughs> oh, I remember. Okay, I know what you're talking about because he kept grabbing his crotch. Yeah, that's what it was. He kept grabbing his crotch, and there was like a oh. slow zoom on him, just like. Oh, the crotch grab was too graphic. Yeah, I, I remember. That's what it was about this watch. We're about to get to it. Because it was like, there's no music playing, and he's just like. And he's just getting down. Yeah. And he's just, and, and he's just busting all his moves. And he's, just, and he's just getting it, too. This is just. I always say, dangerous Mike yeah. was peak Mike. Mike could do no fucking wrong at this moment. Yeah. At this moment in time, this is the great. This right is, there. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah he was uh, nope, nope. We still got it. Uh. He was grabbing that shit. Yeah. Boy, Mike was a Remember when this was the most graphic shit you could put on TV? Michael Jackson grabbing his <laughs> shit over and over. Michael Jackson wearing white socks with pinnacles. Slide his hand down his joint. Yeah. He was fingering himself, man. That boy was playing with his clit. Did you, the see, the latest, video. Did you see the latest Megan Stallion video? Him, that, her, and that girl were eating each other out. Basically, I mean, they, they weren't really, but they, like, all that was missing is Megan having the strap. That is the most graphic shit you can have on. And, and this was the most graphic shit you can have this on. Man adjusted his zipper. Knowing he just came out some little kids' room. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Oh my God! Allegedly, there was so much shit about Mike that didn't make any fucking oh, sense. Man. Like, yeah, there was a there was a lot. It, it, even if you want to go into the histrionics of like, remember the time? Yeah, there was so many moments where Eddie Murphy should have killed him. I, what making the stallion video? It's called Lick. It's called Lick, and it's got. Another young lady in it whose name I don't remember right now. Um, they're all over each other. All that's missing is Megan having the strap. NCA? Yeah. All that's missing is wow. Megan with the strap. Yeah. Come on, y'all. All that's missing is Megan with the strap. Um, I'm glad I don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> and they worried about euphoria. Because okay. as much as I am against censorship, like, if I had kids, I'd be like, come on, y'all. Nah. Mm-mm. <laughs> We ain't doing this. The, the whole video's like this. I'm just wow, there's an actual dildo. Oh yeah, yeah. No bullshit. So we don't. We've we've officially crossed the threshold now. Like we just don't care. Don't give a fuck. Euphoria got full like erect penises. It's a Euphoria has a lot of dicks. There's a lot of dicks. It's a lot of dicks. In Euphoria. Euphoria. Like I thought back when I was watching like Spartacus. It was a lot of dicks. Yeah. Euphoria got a lot of dicks. Euphoria just got a lot of unnecessary dicks. 
There's a literal like like her, her vagina is a literal mouth. That is Yeah, man. Um <laughs> This shit don't make sense. Yeah, man. Remember when yeah, all that to say, remember when Michael was the most risque <laughs> for that? Yeah. Uh Clarence Mer- Merriweather put this on it's this is a meme. He said, This crossed my feed thoughts. When Tyrese had a mental breakdown online in regards to not seeing his daughter in two years, people laughed at him and became a, a, and he became a meme. What more do you want from me? When Kanye West had a mental breakdown on TV, people called him crazy and he too became a meme. The world watched Will Smith listen to his listen to his wife tell him live that she had an affair. People laughed at Will. He too became a meme. Yet folks wonder why men don't open up about mental health. So I am a proponent of the of the people don't give a fuck about black men's mental health thing. Mm-hmm. I cannot wholly agree with this meme in good conscience. Because the thing that this meme is leaving out is that Tyrese had all was already a documented piece of shit to his to his ex to his ex. Um, and I believe had an order of protection out on him. But you know what? I, I, Kanye West, he was already well into his piece of shit era. Will, I don't think we, I don't, I think people are more embarrassed for Will than Will actually is. But but what I will agree with on the in that meme is that if you if you take out the character of the people involved in it, it actually does make a point in that the mental health, not just of black men, but of black people in general, is is often ridiculed because you've heard black women say it all the time. You know, we're we're tired of being called strong. We're tired of being called resilient. Um, we're tired of being considered superhuman, especially when it comes to our mental health. So for that to to see that vulnerability being ridiculed in a way, regardless of the of the character of the person, because remember before we realized Terry Crews was a piece of shit, and he was talking about how he had been sexually harassed. He had been ridiculed. That's right. that's true. And so you know, but we it was only after that that we found out that he was he was whack. It's it's the same thing though. Like you know these, you know these 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 bold and brash black men. Are expressing vulnerability and now they're being clowned because y'all niggas look like fools. Right. So I I, I do understand that meme. If, I, I get the sentiment. I don't think those are great examples. Right. But I, I I do I agree with the sentiment. It just so happens that a couple of those people are trash people. Yeah. And you know, I'm and, and look, I'm one of those people that laughs right along right along with the memes. Correct. Uh, I you know I was one of those people that was like, man, Will set himself up for that. That's some shit that you. I mean, I think I think we're we as men are more embarrassed for Will than Will actually is. Very possible. I I, I do. I think Will I, is I also think, rich and has access to more ass than either one of us would correct will ever have access to. I think Will has a thicker. St- I, I think everything we know about Will and his basically his worldview. Mm-hmm. Just from the things I've heard him say, I think I think he has a thicker skin than we give him credit for. I think I, I think it's a lot of these niggas that are revealing themselves when Jada does anything. Have, have you ever watched that uh, that little YouTube series he had about um, 
the, the oh, lose, he was working the, out to lose a weight one. No, I, I didn't. I didn't watch it. I was aware of it though. So one of the things about it, it, it turned out to not be about him losing weight. One thing that I that you kind of learn about him in watching that is that he doesn't necessarily cope by having thicker skin. He copes a lot by disassociate dissociation. He he's kind of like he 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 tunes out ah. to shit. Like he's. It's kind of he. He's kind of he, he's a lot more fragile than he lets on. That's fair. But he can also hide behind his money. This is also true in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm having a bad day, so let me just fly to Dubai for like three weeks and work out. Correct. That kind of shit. And fly my kids out to wherever. Yeah, yeah. That's that's fair. Um, we had something on uh, Instagram. Best shape of my life. That's what it was called. Ah, sorry. Okay. Um, X the Maestro wants to know what prequel or sequel would you most like to see made? Does it matter what movie or film franchise? Hmm. At one point, I thought it would have been Aliens until I saw Prometheus. So that <laughs> that was a lie. <laughs> that dumbass shit. Uh, I'll let you go first because I think about it for a second. Um, I won't say it's the one I want to see. I would want to see most, but it's the one that first comes to mind. I've I've mentioned it before on the podcast, like Rocky, Rocky three, mm-hmm. was it Rocky three, Clubber Lang, mm-hmm. Rocky three made now was supposed would would have been like an epic trilogy. I can see that. That's an epic trilogy because Clubber Lang very well could have been Rocky's. Greatest well, Clubber Lake was Rocky's greatest foe up until that time, mm-hmm. like up to that point. Um, and they and they kind it was Rocky's gotten all because it, it, it's at a point where Rocky's gotten everything, yeah. He's whooped all the asses, he's beaten, he's gotten all the belts, he's beaten Apollo Creed, who who has been established now in the Creed movies as the greatest boxer ever to live. Um, He's 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 beaten them all, and this young and this young hungry nigga comes from the ground up. Got it out the mud. Got it out the fucking mud. If you go online, there's a whole like bio that Sylvester Stallone wrote about Clubber Lang, and none of that shit made it into the movie. That's how you got to do it. And. Clubber Lang was the hungriest nigga you ever saw in your life and had an upbringing not too different from Adonis Creed. And that first movie, that's supposed to be a trilogy. Yeah. That's supposed to be a trilogy. He's he's supposed to lose in that first movie. Rocky's supposed to lose when he when one, Mickey dies. Mm. And two, he realizes that Mickey has been putting him in fights with bums because he ain't hungry no more. Yeah. And it's supposed to be Infinity War. That's Infinity War. I can see that. Because Clubber Lang's supposed to Thanos the fuck out of him. <laughs> the second one is Rocky getting the pride back. Mm-hmm. Apollo Creed comes out of nowhere. He goes to train with the black people, but he got to get a. But in the second one, he got to get a get it out the mud fight. 
He gotta go. He gotta go. He gotta go to the rinky dink joints. Remember, like in Creed, when the motherfucker went to like Mexico, with like, like yeah. he was like, "I'm 41 and 0 in Mexico." Yes, yeah. He gotta do some of that shit. That's what I like about the Creed movies. They put that motherfucker through hell. They sent him out there to fucking Mexico to train and whoop some random some randos ass. Locked locked together with a tire. <laughs> they got to put Rocky through some of that shit in the second one. Yeah, and then in the third one is all the politics of, is all the politics of Rocky coming back. Everybody's been like, "Where the fuck is Rocky Balboa?" Clubber Lang is just whooping ass after ass. He don't wait no six months to to train for the next fight. He whooping ass every month, defending the belt. Calling Rocky out. And Apollo wants him. He looked at Apollo. Because remember in the movie, he looked at Apollo. You next, bitch. After I after I whooped Rocky ass, I'm going to knock your old washed ass out too. Clubber Lane didn't give a fuck. So Apollo go step up and get his ass whooped. You got this whole thing written out? Bruh. Don't make me. Don't let me write a Rocky movie, dog. <laughs> this was my shit. Sly Stone will not let you. Uh, not at all. He won't even let. No. Mike B. Jordan write one. Fam. <laughs> uh, P3 going to be hard. That's all I know. I would like to. Uh, and uh, I mean, there's a bunch of examples that come to mind. One of the more immediate ones that come to mind is I would love to see like a John Wick prequel. I would like to see how he came to be who he First of all, I would like to see who he was before he retired. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I think that would be kind of cold. In love, John Wick. Yeah. 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 Seeing that, seeing how all this shit The impossible went task. Yeah. Yeah, we got to see the impossible task he went through. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see that. Um, and if there was a sequel, I, I, staying in that same franchise, we got to see Hallie and the Dogs. I wanna, yeah, man. I, I want to see that. You know, I made a joke. This came up in my feed recently. You know, your old, you know, they, they, what you were doing a year ago, whatever. A few years ago, when Hi, Proud, COVID, when we were right, when Proud Mary came out, remember that shit with Taraji, with Taraji, yeah. And I made this whole. Day. I was like, you know, we haven't seen any hype about it at all. The studio hasn't been promoting it. It turned out they were not promoting it because they didn't believe it because it turned out to not be a good movie. Um, but I made a joke in my post about I was like, I, you know, I want I, I want these black characters to survive a little bit. And I'm hoping that they do well, because one day maybe I want to grow up to fucking write a proud Mary John Wick crossover. And a couple of my other writer friends were like, nigga. That was John Wick three. Let's write that comic, nigga. And then yeah. I was right. That might be John Wick three, nigga. Yeah, that was the shit with Halle. Yeah, I have to admit, people talk bad about Halle sometimes, but that shit was hard. It was hard. That was hard. Uh, and it, it was it was like a video game almost because yeah. she had because she had the she had the hands. She could go to her guns, and then if you and then if you press R one, you can call the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that shit was like. Yep, show did. And them dogs had body armor. Hey man, the dogs. Boy, anyway, the hardest Germans. That was. I was say that's every nigga's dream. 
That's what every nigga think he got. Every nigga. <laughs> Dog, and your dogs don't give a fuck. That's what <laughs> um, so yeah, that's uh, that's mine. That's mine. Yeah. Um, and you said, well, that's yours. You, you yeah. John Wick out the Rocky. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's a good one. Um, thank you, thank you, everyone, for your listener letters. Um, Koji sent sent us one, but I think that deserves more time. Okay. Uh, that deserves more time, and we'll save that for next week. Uh, Koji. What's up? What's up, Kanji? Um, uh, oh, I, I I I saw your tweet. We'll we'll talk. Um, opinionswildblack at gmail is where you need to hit us with any of your listener letters, uh, thoughts, comments, questions, all that shit. Um, yeah, I know y'all can find us on the social medias. Uh, we're not hard to find. I'm not hard to find. Randall is. I am in real life. <laughs> Rand- in real life. <laughs> Randall's trying to keep a job. He I'm he will chilling. he will remain hard to find. Yeah, and we're buddy. and we're okay with that. As a matter of fact, if I look hard enough, I believe DJ Byrne did send us something, uh, a a note to leave us with for this episode. Uh, let me see what we have here. Scrolling, scrolling through the mentions. Man's name is Ayak. <laughs> um, no question today but a comment Everyone take take time out today To tell somebody that you know Is working hard that you're proud of them If they're working hard To be a better person, run a business Or chase a dream You never know who may need to hear those words uh, To keep going Hit him with the air horn See that's exactly what the fuck I'm talking about That's what I'm talking about That's why he gets his flowers Man for for a dude that says fucking pussy as much as you do, you really have some good friends around you, man. <laughs> like, you, you do have some some like a strong support cast around you that 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 has very powerful and meaningful things to say. That's that's a that's a very dope statement. That is, man. Somebody needs that. You never you never know. The things you say to a the, the positive things you say to a person can last mm-hmm. so long. Yeah, there are people that have said some real ass shit to me that don't even realize how powerful that was, and we because we weren't even that hardcore friends. Yeah, but said some powerful shit to me that I that stuck with me. And there are some people that have glazed over some shit going on in my life, <laughs> and that stuck with me too. So you just never know. Um. With that, we can go into the top three STFUs. Hey, hey. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Shut the fuck up! Uh, number three is the HNIC, the head narcissist in charge himself, Kevin Samuels. Oh, where has he been? Uh, well-dressed Squidward has been um, has been on, has been back on his bullshit, and by bullshit. I mean, stupid, goofy shit that nobody asked him for. Kevin Samuels recently told somebody that if you don't want to fuck, so- if you don't want to fuck someone on a date, if a woman that if you don't want to fuck on a uh, off of a date, then you need to go on dates. Then you should not go on dates before five p.m. Uh, you should not go on dates at night, fam. Hmm? <laughs> Let's have a real conversation real quick <laughs> about niggas. <laughs> what? Niggas are not vampires, fam. 
Niggas don't give a fuck. Niggas will stick they fail. What? Fuck you think five PM is saving some shit? He ain't never been to brunch at fifty fifteen. That's these all they trying to do over there. These niggas get waxed in at brunch. Or they be or they be letting their girl go out. They be waiting on that girl to come back wasted. So they can so they can take advantage of this, so they can take advantage come over and take advantage of their nigga. Women make these jokes all the time. Niggas are not vampires, dog. Like a nigga will stick his dick in mud at high noon in the <laughs> middle of the of the summer equinox, nigga. Give a fuck about day and night? What what are you talking about? This is the dumb shit that Kevin Samuel says and nobody ever addresses. The fuck are you talking about? I don't give a fuck what time of day it is. It's niggas. It's, it's niggas wa- watching the morning matinee, trying to finger fuck. <laughs> <sighs> this is what. This is why we need to get this nigga the fuck up out of here. This is what. This is what. This is the shit that his that his disciples and his acolytes don't fucking address. This these red pill niggas ain't even. I can't even say they're thinking with their dicks. I mean, he you can tell he never leaves the house or that room. <laughs> I mean, except to wash up after his bare boyfriend. Um, all that to say, Kevin Samuels needs to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Number two is Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon enrages me because I can't believe that we that y'all talk so much about oversharing and the Smith and the Smith family. Oh, the Will and Jada overshare. We don't need to know all that. But y'all don't say shit to Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon talks about his dick every week. No one says shit about it. I mean, also people aren't really paying attention to Nick Cannon like that. Uh, fair. I Nick can't, this nigga said that sex toys. This nigga said that he considers sex toys to be his competition with his hands. <laughs> this nigga said sex toys are his competition, and that he feels his uh, his dick should be the center of attention in his sexual relationships at all times. I mean, I'm not even going to unpack that statement. Just unpack them kids. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's been the center of conversation at least nine or ten times. Fam, I'm not. Even, I'm not going to unpack that statement or how goofy that or how goofy that statement is or how vanilla his sex must be to feel that way. I am just going to say that we never need to know that about Nick Cannon. I, I think no one asked. I think nearly everyone that heard him say that has already forgotten about it. People really don't pay attention to Nick Cannon. One can only hope. One can only mm-hmm. hope. The, the shade room, you know, I, and that's true. I blame I blame motherfuckers like the shade room. We this is just a random uh, statement here. Isn't Channing Tatum fucking Zoe Kravitz? Isn't that a thing? I've seen them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I always measure. I always measure where these people are at in their career. And just for the record, I Channing Tatum is now in a movie about him and his army dog. 
and and his best friend Army Dog or something. Hey, well, fam, you know, gotta get your paper, man. You ain't keeping Zoe like that. Um. Anyway, Nick Cannon gotta shut the fuck up. <laughs> um. And the number one person that has to shut the fuck up, the organization that has to shut the fuck up this week is Dare. Really? If you are an, if you are a, a a Gen Z baby, you probably don't know what Dare is. <laughs> All my eighties and nineties babies know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, in the eighties and nineties, in the war on drugs, quote unquote, drugs won. drugs well not only one but the government came not the government but basically the the powers that be came up with um a program called dare where that that they would teach in classes and schools that would educate young people about the dangers of drugs except not only did they kind of stretch the truth a little bit about drugs at certain points, um, it failed because pretty much everybody I know that's educated on drugs started their education with dare that is on <laughs> drugs. Yes, they're on they're on drugs and they smoke weed because of dare because dare because because dare basically I remember dare used to say weed is not actually lethal weed is weed does not actually like mess up your body or your life but it's a gateway drug and they always said if you if you smoke enough weeds you'll start doing cocaine and crystal meth and shit mm. um and all i remember is niggas being like well that's why i don't do crystal meth or cocaine why don't you <laughs> why don't you sit all the white or why don't you sit all the white kids down yeah, for this yeah talk to them <laughs> anyway dare um so Dare is mad at the show Euphoria. Uh, is God damn. Jessica Alba's still fine. Yeah. Um, Dare is mad at the show Euphoria basically because um, they feel like they're glorifying teenage drug use. Which only tells me. Glorifying. Which only tells me that these motherfuckers don't watch Euphoria. Y'all not actually watching that show. There are Euphoria spoilers coming up. So the only, uh, the only listen thing, carefully. The only thing glorified on that show is Cassie's titties. And that is it. <laughs> that is all. And, and random dicks. And dicks. <laughs> Everything else. Euphoria, boy, Euphoria got dicks as far as the eye can see, dog. Like, I, I, I'm sometimes I'm a little put out at the amount of dicks <laughs> involved in making Euphoria. Yeah. Um, these people clearly don't watch this show. Fam, Zendaya's character, Rube Bennett, is not a good person. At all. Rube Bennett is not a hero in any sense of the word. She's literally, in the, in the last episode, she had a whole diatribe. <laughs> Um, with visual aids by Elliot, that was the best part. That was the best mm. part in her little dream thing. That Elliot's turned into slides. Yes, fam. She tells us. She literally says it, and Dare fell for the bait. That's what's great about Sam Levinson in this show. She literally said, "We live in fucked up times right now. Uh, the world, the world's a fucked up place, and people are looking for hope." Somewhere, anywhere, and even in fictional characters. Yep. Sadly, 
I'm not that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she had a job interview to sell drugs. <laughs> like, she literally put on her mother's finest rainbow wares and walked her happy ass over to this to this crazy drug dealer soccer mom bitch and said, front me $5,000. And the bitch said, shit, I'll front you 10. Franklin Saint would never. <laughs> and everybody who watches this show actively, all in unison said, God damn, she is about to be the worst drug kingpin in human history. Ever. This bitch is on a bike. This is on a bicycle. With a luggage. With her luggage rolling down the street. <laughs> Takes the shit into the NA meeting. <laughs> Took it to the AA <laughs> Oh, shit. Domingo Coleman is done with that shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, and this is what's great about this show, is that she kind of exposed Coleman Domingo. Yeah. She exposed the fuck out of him. She, like, it's weird that, like, drug addicts, they find this way to play mental kung fu with you mm-hmm. and win because they don't give any more fucks Mm-mm. and they can outfox you in anything. Coleman, boy, Pancake Guy was the he was the smartest nigga on this show and could not be outsmarted under any circumstances. Just a week ago, not only did he fig- did he figure out that she was trying not to get caught relapsing, but charmed the fuck out of her mother to where her mother was like, you know, that crackhead can kind of get it. Yeah. A week later, she is so zen and so doesn't give a fuck that she took this man out of his swag and took him back to when he was drunk beating his kids. Yes. And he he no longer had the same energy. And he (laughs) had to check himself. I failed. Y'all not paying attention to this fucking show. What the fuck? Dare doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. And this is why Dare has been defunded. <laughs> before I left the store, before I left the bookstore, uh-huh. every week, Dare would have a kiosk or a little table outside trying to get people to trying to get people to donate because the government or whoever had taken their funding. I'll be honest with you. I, I haven't I didn't even know Dare was still in operation like past. 99. They had they haven't had funding for like 5 plus years. They haven't had funding for a long time. They ain't done shit. <laughs> drugs won the war on drugs. I would say if Dare ain't it, I thought Dare was definitely dead when the pandemic hit cuz ain't, ain't nobody had shit to do but sit in their house and do drugs. Dare never had a chance. Dare yeah, Dare was always going to get going to get plowed under. And now y'all picking on Euphoria. Euphoria might keep motherfuckers from doing drugs. Right. I would say if anything, because let me tell you something. Whatever Franklin Saint is out there doing, Rue is about to do all the opposite. <laughs> She's about to play the fuck out of herself. Uh, and and most likely get Elliot killed. Elliot gonna die. I'm yeah. sorry. Elliot gonna die. I mean, uh, hopefully Cal with him. Um, all that to say. Dare got to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up! Dare got to shut the fuck up, and they got to rebrand. Nah, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> just shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, drugs have won. <laughs> I, they have to rebrand into guys just don't do crystal meth. 
No, it's too late for that. <laughs> like, just at this point, just just let shit run its course. Just go away. <laughs> oh man, just be a defunct. Just be just be like borders. They just they were there and then they weren't. Yeah. Oh man. D. Randall, did we do a podcast? Oh, we certainly did. We definitely did a podcast. Uh, guys, thank you so much. Um, it's been a hell of a ride. I, and, and and I got to tell you, real quick, we got some shit coming up for y'all. Uh, we, you know, we're going to keep shit interesting going into 2022. Uh, y'all responded very well to um, Tim and Jess last week. Um, a lot of people felt like, I mean, I felt like that was a top five show and a lot of people agreed with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you for keeping the energy going. We're going to, we're going to do our best, uh, to keep that energy rocking on into, um, into this quarter. I'm just very grateful, man. I'm grateful y'all are still hanging with us. Um, I'm grateful that we have the community that we have. And I'm only I'm only looking to build it that much further. Um, I'm immensely grateful for this. Yeah, I do not know where I would be mentally if I did not have this positive outlet to focus on. Um, that's the most honest you'll ever hear me. Um, church announcements, Randall. Nah, I'm good. Okay, um, y'all know what it is. We'll be back next week. We're gonna be here. We're gonna be here like we always here. We'll be back with more foolishness and fuckery. Until then, uh, we're going to get out of here and go do Patreon. Um, this has been episode 169. Yes, it has. Of Opinions Wild Black. I have been Oz. And I am Ashtray. <laughs> go ahead. Call the cops. Whop. Call them. Whop. See, he don't want to. Whop. Ashtray might be the most gangster motherfucker on television right now until like probably Snowfall comes back or some shit. Because uh, Power, I, I don't watch it, but I, I see the previously ons. It looks like just all light-skinned people. It looks like just all light-skinned sensitive people. And Mary J. Blige. <laughs> you, know who, you know who's on there they try to convince us is black? No. <laughs> the dude, did you watch Graceland? I don't think so. Okay, you know, you know it from somewhere. I, we'll, we'll talk about it. Okay, uh, but yeah, they try to convince us that some some categorically sensitive motherfuckers is the hardest niggas out here on the street. That mm. uh, it's terrible. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm Oz. He's D. Randall. Always imparting titties. <laughs> Power's a stupid ass show, dog. I'll take your word for it. Never seen an episode. <laughs> Bye, <laughs>